Hello audience, my name is Isaac Gutierrez, and we at Bardic Logs welcome you to Kraken Sorrow. In this episode we have Darren Park weaving the wonderful story as the Everly Epic DM. For the party of three, starting with me, Isaac Gutierrez playing Bodor Ironlungs, an ex-fighter turned bard, Scottish Dragonborn, is here to yell at you very loudly. And following him into battle, Lysros Gavin, an ex-sorcerer turned fighter, a thrill-seeking tiefling who really can't wait to get his hands on some treasure. And finally, Sabrina Yarborough, a water genasty cleric of life, played by Kobe, not the beef, who plays a wonderfully kind and just generous cleric, the exact opposite of the rest of the party. And I welcome you to episode one, Cranky Beginnings. So... Welcome to tonight's slash today slash this morning session, depending on where in the world you are. Um, first of all, uh, you will be traveling to a little tiny, tiny volcanic island. It's mostly made of the volcano, so for a start, you will all be introducing your characters on the Storm Chaser. You are arriving via ship in the port. And we will start off with Sabrina. Alright. Um, so Sabrina is a water genasi life cleric. Um, she's got like uh she's got very like blue, like tealish skin, and then her her hair is more like a like a seaweedish color. Um she has, uh, she's got full plate armor, even though she literally has no combat experience whatsoever. She was pretty much just told to wear that when she went out, and that's what she put on. Um, and basically she is just here to keep y'all, keep y'all standing. That is her life's mission, is to just heal people. So, uh, that's, that's pretty much it. So, I see Sabrina sort of being <laughs> on the upper deck of the ship. Maybe not speaking specifically with the captain, but... Definitely walking around with, like, a uh, safety advisor notepad going, these railings are out of touch. This, you're going to give one of your crew member rust. <laughs> yeah, exactly my thought. A, a rusty nail sticking out of a door hinge. No. <laughs> this fixed a app. Uh, and He'll well, stop every once in a while to heal someone who's got seasickness. Exactly, just seeing people puking over the side of the ship. The captain screaming, we're almost there, don't puke on my ship. Uh, with this, we will head over to uh, Sam. You'll have to, first of all, explain to me how the hell I'm saying that name, and then I'll try and repeat it. Okay. Uh, Lysros Gavin. Okay. So, Lysros Gavin will be, I think, maybe not in the front of the ship so much where Sabrina was, but maybe more in the backish, looking back towards the mainland, imagining just what life has been and why exactly is he heading towards a volcanic island. If you would introduce him for us, please. Hello. This is Lysros Gavin. He is a tiefling sorcerer fighter. 
he is a uh, on the ship because he is looking for the thrill of adventure at the moment he is a um he's he used to be like kind of like full-on sorcerer but he didn't like the lifestyle he basically grew up in so he was like i'm gonna go do a fighter he pulled a, another character's running gag and was like i'm gonna go be a gladiator and have fun because he wanted that thrill uh he uh, is on this ship uh go ahead i i, I feel as sir's gavin sort of like being a sorcerer the entire life and just want to be this is not fun anymore picking up the sword and shield running into a gladiatorial arena like this is a lot more fun stabbing at the opponents it's like pretty much he's like dancing around he's like having fun he's like oh man this is the thrill i crave the opponent's getting more and more pissed off spent their entire lives training for this and then this illustrious gavin just comes in and makes all of them look like amateur hours He's like, haha, take that. You can be a little bit prideful at times. With... Or I'd say, like, arrogant. At times. You'd be like, hey, I got this. Love it, I love it. And then, Baudois Iron Lungs. You, I, I sort of see being, just for some unknown reason, being on the low. Just sort of looking at... <laughs> Whoa. The people who are being transported, actually. Some of them are injured, as in badly injured, not just quickly healed. Others seem perfectly fine, dressed up in the finest clothes imaginable. And I'm assuming that the war would be along the lines of writing a song or making up a poem or something for them. Uh. <clears throat> No, no, I, I'd say Bordor is, um, like, he's sitting there with his bagpipes in his hands, and he's, like, fadangling with it, trying to figure out, like, how, how to, like, do an inspiring tune, and every time he does it, it always comes out a little dreary and a little, like, melancholy, and he, he just, like, continuously gets frustrated, and eventually he just kind of gives up and just starts going for a walk about the ship. I love it. I love it. As you start heading up the stairs to the upper deck, Sabrina and Lysurus start converging towards the captain's steering wheel as he shouts that there is a great group of octopi nearby. And you would see a group of octopi just sort of Swimming past the boat in the waves, waving at the captain. The captain sort of blushing, looking down. You're not supposed to know me. You're not supposed to know me. They're going to ruin this for everybody. <laughs> Holy! You told me you fucked an octopus. He, he gets a very red blush. Like you don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. And with this, his half octopus daughter comes meandering through the captain's quarters. Daddy, I need to go home. Mommy's calling me. I, I, at this point, this is probably more than Bordor signed up for, and therefore he returns back downstairs. <laughs> I love it, I love it. In any case, uh, this octopus daughter looks at the captain. The captain's just like, I, I've had you for six months. It's time to go home. And 
he sort of starts ushering her towards the edge of the ship. Go on then, mommy's waiting, mommy's waiting. Bye, daddy, I love you. She, for some reason, sounds very British, even though this captain is a fucking pirate, basically. And her mom's an octopus, so she, I do not know where she gets the accent from. Probably swimming in the English Channel. Get weird things going to that side of the world. And as she jumps overboard, the captain gets a tear in his eye. I really do miss her mom. Maybe I should give her a call. And you see smoke starts coming out of his head as he starts thinking too hard. As Bodor tries to immediately forget this, um, would you like me to describe how he looked? Yes, please. So, uh, Bodor is like a six foot five, four copper uh, dragonborn wearing full plate armor except for the helmet. Um, the helmet stays hung and damaged around the side of his uh, belt with a fine, not rope, but a chain that wraps it around. Uh, on his back, and it's very weirdly put, because like there's the backpack, then underneath the backpack is uh, is like this little like hanging thing that like looks really weird. But then you figure out that's where he puts his bagpipes, and it always ends at where like the sack is in it, this little like hanging hammock thing, but the back like blowing things always stick out, so it's so much extra work and off balance, and it's weird. He doesn't really know how to store instruments yet. And, um, besides that, he is a bard, and only a bard. If you bring up the fact that he's a, he may be a fighter, it's not true. Simply not true. He does not come from a guard captain position. He does not come from, from anywhere on the mainlands, and he does not have any history that he's trying to forget. He is a bard, and only a bard, and yeah, that's it. Okay, I love it. I really do love it. Um, so as this is happening, Lystra's Gavin and Sabrina Yarbrough, you both see Bador heading downstairs, just mumbling to himself, I did not see it, I did not hear it, it is not real. I did not see it, I did not hear it. it see no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. See him? <laughs> so, at this point, sort of meandering behind him just you, you just saw the same scene that he did but now you're very interested why is he just plainly ignoring this <laughs> uh you would come upon the entrance to agus isle on the right hand side of the map you will see that there's a port and i will also include with that the little village that you're going to be in i like the map it looks really good Ooh. So, welcome to Thembaven. So, can I ask a quick question? Yes. So, you said we're on the port on the right side. That's all the boats and stuff. What is that tower, as you comment? Is that like a guard tower, a prison? That is actually just a statue. Oh. A statue of a gigantic kraken. <laughs> Bodor gets very intrusive thoughts looking at the kraken statue, thinks about the captain, and goes, No! No, 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 not going to think about weird, uh, weird animal fucking anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, I love it. So, you will be passing the gigantic statue of the Kraken, uh, and you will be ending up at the main port. You will see that there's a little port by the Kraken statue, the one directly opposite it, 
it looks like it looks like it's a gigantic hall, but in the meantime, it's actually just a roof for the villagers to party under. So, as as you <laughs> well, I guess in this case you will be docking at Tembeben. As you're docking, you notice that first of all, this is a very small town, but they've got this gigantic ass fucking roof that's just in the middle of nowhere for no explainable reason that you know of and with this at the docks themselves you see and actually this would be very interesting for Bador as you see another dragon ball silvery in nature Ooh. horns growing straight up twisting around each other's it, it seems basically like a minotaur's horns if they're grown towards each other just shouts out to the boat, Captain Black. Did you see your ex-wife came past? Captain oh, Black, just like, it's like I, I, I really need to give that woman a call. I really, really need to give. And as he does this, you see him just gathering coal. I, I wonder if she's going to see the the smoke signals. Fodor is like grabbing his shit and leaving. He he doesn't want to deal with this weird ass captain anymore. He's uncomfortable by the, the animal fucking. In his head, he's like, how does that even work? It's like an octopus, it's like squishy. And did, did he just like, should like a flashlight? Like what the fuck? And then he's just, he, he doesn't want to think about it anymore. So he's like walking by really quick. And as he's going by the man talking to the captain, he's like, oh, excuse me. What's, um, what, what, what's the, uh, where's the place to stay for the night? Well, first of all, Gutrano, welcome to Thembaben. Uh -huh, uh huh. Uh, the best place to be would be at the Wayfair Lodge. I am the barkeep, James, and I'm also the leader of this little institution that we've got here. Uh, oh. None of the patients on Captain Black's ship have disturbed you, and I do hope that his little adventure has not put you off from dealing with our town. What do you mean? Hold on, what, what do you mean by patience? Adventure? There, there were like, quite I, I imagine Lysha's just kind of pops up behind and is like, Adventure? <laughs> uh, James just <laughs> like, oh my god, where did you come from? Pushing her head down. I asked my question first, answer it first. He's just looking between the two. Wait a second, there's supposed to be three of you. Oh, jeez. Uh, Sabrina is like, Sabrina is like standing right next to, uh, the, the other dragonborn. She's kind of just like staring at his horns that are like all twisty and pointy, and she's like, she's kind of like poking at them. She's also like making a giant puddle around her because she's soaking wet. As every time she uh, gets on a boat, she kind of like, she gets bored uh, waiting for the docking process, so she just jumps in the water and usually swims to shore. Because she doesn't, being a water genasi, she doesn't really have a problem with that. So she's soaking wet, just like investigating, like kind of like just she'll just say like, "Oh, your horns look cool." Do you know that? I like that she like he didn't like. She, so you just said that he's she's right next to him, and he was just like, "Wait a minute, there's three of you." So which basically says that we were so distracting that he was looking at us, and the moment he turned to look around, you're just like poking his fucking horns and like, "Man, you got some great ass horns." jumps up in the air like, holy fucking shit, the three of you are gonna kill me. I knew I should have sent it to fucking Lavender Storm. Should have got proper adventures, but no, this counts. This counts, James. I can save you a pretty penny. Come on, James, I can do it. 
Mm. Uh, Remember that prick Lavender Storm decides uh, after to be paid. I'll do it for half. <laughs> he speaks for himself. I want full price. <laughs> oh, it's our full price. It's just less than a fucking pussycat. When, when he says I should have got uh, real adventures, uh, Sabrina crosses her arms and she says, what do you mean? I am a real adventurer. And her opinion of she'll use uh, the uh, shape water cancer to just uh, make like little things created and she'll just like have them like dance. And that, that's that's her way of saying, yeah, I'm 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 strong. Yo, bro, check this shit out. Sees all of this happening around it. I don't get enough paid enough for this. I do not. I do not. Uh, in any case, I, I believe that you, my companion, my race mate, and with this he looks over at the Cirrus Gavin. I believe you said something about adventure that you're listening to. Completely skipping over his companion in actual race, Odor. I'm, I'm pissed. Like he's, he's like, because you know how like Copper has uh, electrical and lightning breath. Like there's like sparks of lightning picking up around his mouth because Bodor's fucking pissed. <laughs> James looks over at Bodor. Oh, I did not see you. It must have been the smell of ozone in the air. <laughs> Just growls. Laughing. Oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I definitely saw you. you look at you. You're a cute one. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> what? Ashish is like, ooh. He does not blush. He's just very confused. So, the cute one is doing it for half price. This is the adventurer is doing it for full price. And then the little looks over is like, toucher is also doing it at full price. Keep in mind. Lysworth said that full price for Lavender Storm, so technically more than you're wanting to pay. He, he starts laughing. Originally, I didn't want to pay anything. You guys were coming here for free. Then what's half a free? Nothing. But but to be fair, I'll, I'll give you room and board. That that was always, you won't pay for that. Uh, unless, and he points over to his left hand side, unless you go into the scary volcano. The scary volcano, eh. You're shit out of luck. I'm not going into the scary volcano. And with that, right, a gigantic tremor rips throughout the entire island. You see James just sort of going with it. James is standing there. Eh, do not worry too much about this. It's been happening recently. It's it's part of why we brought you in. With a lot of metal clanging, Bodor is on the floor. <laughs> like, like, landing on his fucking helm. Like, as if he landed on his keys. He's like, how do I fuck ass? <laughs> James seeing this just shakes his head, he starts laughing. <laughs> oh, it's gonna be a long adventure. <laughs> in any case, in any case, my dear friends, come, come, follow me. We shall dine, we shall feast. And after that, maybe we'll sacrifice you to the gods, depending on how the day goes. I'm gonna have to kill a lot of people here, but let's enjoy the night we have. Always down for a feast. Uh, James starts leading you into. Blackmoor storehouse that is keep well it's the Wayfair Lodge but that's the building that he's leading you he's leading you towards he opens it up and before he can enter he sort of holds his hand out waiting telling you to just stand back for a second and he just shouts in chill we've got company they're not sacrifices and he sort of mumbles yet you see a human female come running down the steps 
you're assuming that this is Jill. Jill is just shouting back, Keep your scales on! You know I'm busy. I've had to set up this entire feast for, for people who are not even going to eat it. James just looks at Jules, shakes his head. But these people are going to eat it. Just name. It's name on the Earthwise name. I've got, I got, did, Bordor like looks to Lysros and Sabrina and like gives that look of like, th this is like too on the head, right? Like th this has got to be a joke at this point. Shorts <laughs> is like, oh, so when there's a sacrifice taking place? <laughs> James does a immediate one. Oh, you've heard about it? Good, 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 good. Then I can tell you. Uh, so we've got a couple of patients coming with the boat. Uh, Captain Black has taken terminally ill patients that have given up on life. <laughs> and we are sacrificing them to stop these tremors. That's, that's why you have been invited to sort of give them a live sacrifice if needed. No, I'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. Uh, the reason that you actually came is we do need you to investigate the volcano. Just, we used to have a lava bog in there, but that, it's been gone for centuries. <laughs> Fucking lava bog. Like, in Bonor's head, he's just like, yeah, we're gonna have to kill this town. So you don't need to stress about that. There has been some, as you've seen, octopi sightings. One crazy sailor, Adam, he even swears up and down his own life that he saw a kraken spawn, but eh, that's just a bunch of really kraken spawn this close to a volcano. Everybody knows he's just making it up. Uh, couldn't, uh, Sabrina speaks up and she's like, can't, can't I just heal the, the terminally ill patients? Like, I'm, I'm pretty sure I could do that. It's like, you know, my job. And I'm pretty sure gods don't control tremors. I'm pretty sure it's satanic plates. James and Lily look towards Sabrina and like, that depends. Are you going to do something about the tectonic plates moving? Well, you said that's what we're here for anyway, right? So I can just yeah, heal them yeah. and then we can go stop it. Yeah, but the tectonic plates has got nothing to do with the volcano. We just want to know what happened to our lava block. The tectonic plates is the will of the gods. That's why we're sacrificing the people. The gods are going to stop the tectonic plates. Oh, God. I, I'm, Paylor is a good friend of mine, okay? He'll talk to you, whatever gods you've got. He'll 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 get that get that worked out. If not, I'll go punch your god in the face. <laughs> uh, okay, let me lay it out for all of you here. We will stop the sacrifice and allow you to heal them if he punches a god in the face. Fucker. I'll, I'll tap, I'll tap, uh, <laughs> Baudoir on, on the shoulder. I'll just be like, all right, man, you got this. Fuck yeah, I do. He gets up, like, whatever food they had ready, he's grabbing and, like, putting it in a sack to go and ready to run out to go punch a god. Okay, so how much of this food are you grabbing? Because they say there's about, like, a hundred pounds. Whatever, like, a good meal for himself. Not too rude, maybe a little more, just to be like, like, fuck you for, like, sacrifices, so I'm taking a little bit extra of your food. Um, okay, cool. but, but, but besides that, like, not not like a that much. Just, just not like a absorbent amount. Basically, a little bit more than a normal person's. Sabrina's just gonna stuff her face with one meal's worth, and then, and then get ready to leave. This is like, I don't want to leave, but, uh, adventure calls. <laughs> kind of fun if you just sat there eating. It's like, mmm, tasty. I'll meet up with you guys. Give me a second. I just see Lysra just standing and eating, just like, 
I do not yet adventure, but but food, food, food. Food, food, food. <laughs> Put on Food can come with us. Adventure will not wait. He has like this weird short circuit moment where he's like, ah, I got a food, adventure, food. <laughs> like waving a turkey leg in front of his face, like, but also, come on, come on. Let's go, boy. Ah, <laughs> like, right. oh, yes. <laughs> as, as you exit the Wayfair Lodge, you hear a distinct male voice shouting into the air with occasional bursts of flame appearing near... Call me back, Nancy! Near, near the ship, yeah. We're Captain Black. <laughs> I miss you. I want to be a family. I just want to be a family. I'm sorry I fucked a squid. The squid is Nancy. I'm eating an octopus. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine Lysros is also watching this and he's like, I kind of want to watch this soap opera go on. <laughs> well, well, that is going on. You see jets of flames just jutting out of the forest near you. And <sighs> this thing draw. The Kraken spawn are gonna kill us. All of us. Why does no one believe me? The Kraken spawn are here. Yeah, time to go check that out. And if you like that video and like to see more content, please drop a like and subscribe to Wolfer28 or to give us a follow and a rating on both Spotify and iTunes as Bardic Logs. Thank you very much, and we hope to see you next time.